Hello everybody and welcome to the post-match podcast here live at the city ground with me, Theo Squires. And wow, wow, where to start with that? Liverpool have won right at the death here against Nottingham Forest. A Darwin Nunes 99th minute header to send the away fans home jubilant. Uh, it was a, a tough day for them. It didn't look like it was going to come, but then right at the death, they get the win. In controversial circumstances, truth be told, Forest fans were not happy with uh, how the goal comes. They were chanting cheats, cheats, cheats at the Liverpool players as they went down the tunnel at the final whistle and then the same at the referee. But Liverpool, they've got the job done. They've got a vital three points that ensures they will remain top of the Premier League table and have extended their lead to four points again, I think, at least with um, Arsenal playing on Monday and Manchester City having the Manchester derby tomorrow afternoon. Now, uh, from the start, it, it was a, a boost for Liverpool in terms of team news. Uh, they had Nunes back on the bench, they had Endo back on the bench, and they had Sabosai back on the bench after injury. Um, but with them not quite ready to start, uh, it was Bobby Clark who got the nod in midfield for his full Premier League debut. And Liverpool, they toiled a little bit, let's be honest. They did create chances, but it just felt like every single chance they created was going to be blocks. They were just knocking at the door without really finding a way to get through. If we look at the stats, they had 22 shots at the end. They had 70% possession, but only two shots on target. But it doesn't matter when you get the win, does it? When uh, you get that result over the line, and that's exactly what they've done with Darwin Nunes' header right at the death. Now, a reminder, we are live here at the City Ground. So if uh, you've got any questions, got any comments, send them in, and I will answer them as best I can. Who caught your eye if you're watching the game, or if you're in the UK and you're behind that UK uh, blackout? Just uh, who's play? Who do you want to know about player-wise? But Liverpool, it it was a, an interesting display from them. They had to dig in deep. They had to be resilient. It's another case of they've had so many injuries, but they find a way to get the result at the end. Um, the Forest probably had the best chance of the first half, if we're honest. Uh, Alanga went through one-on-one, -on -one, but it was a great save from Kelleher off his line to deny him with his feet. We've, we've seen the replays here in the press box since then, and it does look like he was offside Alanga, former Manchester United winger. So obviously if it had been given, it would have been chalked off by VR, VAR, you would imagine. Um, Liverpool did fight back a little bit. Uh, Bobby Clark on his full Premier League debut had a shot blocked. It sort of ricocheted through to Luis Diaz. He tried to uh, poke it home, but it was like it took a deflection and went over the bar. And in the second half, it was like not really much in terms of action for the keepers to make saves. Keller had to get low a couple of times uh, to deny Forrest. They looked very threatening on the counter-attack with their pace, but they weren't really threatening in goal. On the other end, Sales didn't really have much to do. But when you had this performance from Liverpool, you were looking at that bench, you were looking at Sabosla, you were looking at Nunes, you were looking at Endo, you knew that Liverpool had quality in reserve, that could come on and it could make the difference. And that has been the case today. First, the uh, clock turned to Endo and Sir Nunes. Uh, when Nunes came on, he was uh, treated to those usual chants of, you're just a bleep, Andy Carroll, as he always is. Um, later on, we saw Costas Simicas and Jaden Dans and, and Sabosla too, of course. Uh, and the goal at the end, it comes from, I think it was a, a corner. Uh, Simicast's volley is blocked, wins the corner, gets headed half clear, back to McAllister, wins it back. He uh, crosses it back into the far post, and Nunes is there to head home before celebrating wildly in front of the away fans in the corner. Uh, a 99th minute winner. It's the stuff of champions elect, isn't it? I don't want to go champions just yet. Uh, we'll have a look at some of your comments now. I can see them coming in. Uh, Remember, we are live, so uh, get
Get send them in. Uh, Nick Jones, what a win. Ian Store, Store. I don't know how to say that. Sorry, mate. <laughs> Nunes is deadly. Lots of love for Liverpool here. Tom Jones, this is how titles are won. Maybe, maybe like if Liverpool do win the Premier League title in May, this will be a game. Obviously, that they will look back with great fondness. It looked like those points were slipping away, and they managed to get the job done. And ahead of what the Premier League home visit with a uh, Man City next week, how vital could that be? At the end of the end, at the end of the season, top class from the Reds. Uh, someone, yes, yeah, that voicing their love for Liverpool. Darwin Nunes steps up when you need him most. Yes, keep these comments coming in because there's lots to say that was about Liverpool today. Lots of positivity in terms of the result, if not the actual performance. And at least looking forward to that Manchester City game and Sparta Prague in midweek. You might have another couple of players back from injury, Mohamed Salah especially. Um, we'll have a word on the Forest fans because there is a Tom Jones here pointing out that, that they were piping up a lot through the game and it made the late winner even sweeter. That was the usual bile that Liverpool are sometimes subjected to from fans about signing on and uh, all that sort of tragedy chanting, those sorts of things. Things that don't quite go tragedy chanting being Nottingham Forest, but there was the sign on, the poverty stuff, and they did taunt Darwin Nunes, but Liverpool are the team going home with the three points. They've had that final word. Uh, Their fans, they're all gone now, but right at the end, they've stayed long after the final whistle, working through their collection of songs, uh, singing We Shall Not Be Moved, uh, Ring of Fire, Liverpool, top of the league, LA, LA, LA. Um, yeah, Nunes' chant, of course, as well. And then a, a nice little cheeky dig towards uh, Everton's direction with them losing 3-1 at home to Nottingham Forest, I believe. Uh, that, that brings us on to the rest of the scores today, doesn't it? Brentford have drawn two all at home to Chelsea. Everton lost 1-3 at home to West Ham. Fulham won 3-0 at home to Brighton. Newcastle won 3-0 at home to Wolves. Tottenham came from behind to win 3-1 at home to Crystal Palace. So how's the league table look after those? The evening kickoffs: Luton Town versus Aston Villa. But as it stands, Liverpool are top of the Premier League table by four points, having played a game more than Manchester City in second. Arsenal are third, a further point behind. And then you've got Man Aston Villa still in fourth, 52 points, uh, 11 points behind. Those three obviously all got a game in hand still on Liverpool. As do Tottenham and Manchester United too are actually looking at the league table. Um, but yeah, Liverpool are the team leading the way. And if they can get a, a big win, or not even a, any any sort of win against Manchester City next weekend, and you will start to be a, a little confident. Well, you can never be confident when Man City are around, but you're feeling a bit better about Liverpool's title chances. Like This is a Liverpool team with so many injuries and they're still finding a way to dig in deep. And the players who aren't first choice, they're coming in standing up. Like Connor Bradley looks solid today. He did get substituted um, late on. I think Simicas came on for him maybe, and Joe Gomez moved to uh, right back, having started the game at holding midfield. Um, Liverpool side a penalty shout, actually. Um, VAR had a quick look at it. Jaden Dans, I think, was involved. He went to floor. Nothing given. Uh fan obviously thinks that the game was fixed how come 99th minute I'll, I'll tell you why 99th minute there was a very obvious reason why it went to the 99th minute and that was because Dan's was booked for a collision with the goalkeeper Sells and Sells went to floor and received lengthy treatment so it was like eight minutes nine minutes added on and it was it basically played out that, that's what needed for Liverpool to get the winner today uh, but it wasn't and just that that minute was those minutes were white the right wow just wow 
Uh, you get frustrated with Nunes sometimes, but he steps up. He's the man for the big occasion, doesn't he? Let's look at his uh, goal-scoring record so far this season. Now, like he, he had a couple of chances when he came on. Um, he's so lively. He always makes things happen, doesn't he? Uh, that's his 10th Premier League goal of the season now. And he has got... Is that 16 in all competitions? Is that right? No, 14 in all competitions, sorry. 14 goals in all competitions and 11 assists. He moves level with Diogo Jota as Liverpool's second leading goal scorer. Uh, he is having a great season. He might miss chances. He might hit the woodwork. He might miss sitters. But when Liverpool need him, he steps up. And uh, he will be vital if they are to go all the way here this season. That save in the bottom corner. Keller proved himself all week long. Yeah, how good is Kevin Keller at the moment, by the way, everybody? I give it a hand to him. He is making some massive saves week after week. There was one where he got low to die. I think it was Hudson Adoy. And he's just stood up and he's really taken this chance with both hands in the absence of Alison Becker, who's obviously suffering with that hamstring injury. Uh, oh, that's a good one. Newcastle and now Forest. Thank you, Darwin. Which, which uh, not late Darwin Nunes goal is your favourite? Is it Nunes? Is it, uh, is it Nunes? Is it Newcastle? Is it Forest? Which one is more important? Which one could be more decisive come the end of the season? Uh, amazing win. Emotional. Yeah, it's great scenes here today, wasn't it? Stunning, still trying to absorb this. Wow. Indeed, it did not look like that goal was going to come. Liverpool were getting so many corners, they're having so many shots, but everything was blocked. Every corner was headed away. And this win is actually their first ever Premier League uh, win here at the City Ground. It is normally a, a stadium that has not treated them well, but we said the same about Brentford a couple of weeks ago, and Liverpool got the job done there. All these injuries, and they're still grinding it out being resilient, digging in deep, finding a way to get the victory. And uh, Manchester Derby tomorrow could be a day where City drop points. Uh, never know, do you? You, you don't really expect United to turn up, but every so often they do seem to get a result, don't they? This is what United have been doing for years when they were winning titles. That is true, and we've seen this about Liverpool, where when they won the title in 2019-20, they seem to get so many late goals. We obviously remem remember the, the Aston Villa away game, don't we, where Mane and Robertson scored right at the depth. It's what teams do when they've got that quality, when they are going for titles. They find a way to get these win right at the end. And you don't have to play well as long as you get the result, and that's what Liverpool have done in the most difficult of circumstances. And uh, 90 plus 9 from Nunes. Is this going to be like uh, a Rigi 90 plus 6? Is this going to be something we say for ye uh, years to come, a goal to remember? It will be a goal we'll remember. Liverpool fans will remember if it comes up at the end of the season that way. Um He's just so effective, isn't he? When he's right, he's jumping, he's jumping up at the, the far post. He's such a, a unit in the box, creates chances, and we will look back on this win, win as potentially decisive come the end of the season. What chance of Darwin having the top record goal scorer record for the season? Ooh, I, I, I can't see it happening just because he's up against Salah and. Erling Haaland, the uh, Haaland's leading the way at the moment in the Premier League on 17, Salah's on 15, then you've got Watkins, Solanke and Bowen on 14, Saka and Son on 13, Izak on 11, Nunes will have to do a lot to surf any of them, but he doesn't need to be a 30 goals a season striker, if he's doing his 15, 15, 20 job, then he is getting the goals and he's getting the assists and he's being effective with Liverpool and he's linking up so well with Mohamed Salah when he plays in these other Liverpool forwards. Uh, Tierney, terrible again. Yeah, the officials, they weren't, uh, it wasn't the best display, was it? We'll go over the uh, controversy again for the, the Nunes goal. Uh, Forrest believe they should have been given the, the ball back after um, 
uh, Canate went down, I think, from a Forest corner, and referee stopped play when Forest had the ball, and he did a drop ball. Kelleher kicked it upfield, and Liverpool, the, the attack that led leads to the win, eventually comes from that. But the Forest bench was absolutely fuming with that. They think Liverpool should have played the ball back to him because it was a drop ball. So it is a win in controversial circumstances. But. Yeah, well, don't imagine this will be the last we hear of this. It'll be interesting to hear what Jurgen Klopp has to say about it and, you know, Espirito Santo in the post-match press conferences, which we'll be bringing you on the, the Liverpool Echo website. Bring on Man City. Bring on Man City indeed, Ben. But Sparta Prague first. Europa League returns in midweek as Liverpool look to go all the way in all these competitions. Uh, Van Dijk gave Nunes a pep talk before goal. Fantastic. Oh, he's been a really good captain, hasn't he, Virgil van Dijk? He's uh, st stepped up time and time again. Sometimes you think maybe today won't be your day, but then, you know, never give up. Yeah, this is the Liverpool way, isn't it? They always dig it in. They always find a way to get there. And with the statistic here, she said first league win here since 1984. Uh, to those of you who remember 1984, I do not. I, I am a 1992 baby. So I apologise for being that and making you feel old. But yeah, it's incredible, isn't it? Like Liverpool did win here in the FA Cup uh, two years ago and Diogo Jota got a, a late winner. But nothing as late as the scenes we've seen today where it took 99 minutes. Uh, great from Darwin in another game where Keller does brilliantly. Well, um, if you haven't seen it yet, Klopp did speak about Alisson's injury on the uh, on his uh, embargo press conference yesterday. And he, he basically said that while he doesn't expect Alisson to be out for the season, we're not going to see him back in action anytime soon. It is a serious muscle injury. So Keller has got this stint in the side and he's going to keep it for the foreseeable future. Um, whether that is into April, into May, we'll see. But what a season the Irishman is having. He's played a big role in winning the League Cup. He's playing a big role in keeping Liverpool at the top of the Premier League table. And they've got the FA Cup to come against Manchester United. They've got Europa League against Sparta Prague. Uh, Europa League finals in Dublin, of course, which will be a massive occasion for Keller. And it's part of the reason why he stayed, of course, when Klopp said you'll play in the Europa League as well as uh, the uh, League Cup. But then he's got Premier League action and FA Cup action as well as well at the moment. Uh, but yeah, there's so much going on there, isn't it? Darwin has every finish in his locker. Yeah, he, he has some wild finishing at times, but when he steps up and he delivers those moments it's why fans love him it's why he's a, a favorite and Liverpool fans will certainly be going home happy singing so many songs like you can imagine how deflating this result will be for Liverpool's rivals because Liverpool have been on the receiving end before haven't they the fans more than the team that like the team will always come out and say we don't look at other teams results but the supporters you, you know when you look at Man City especially and you see that they're drawing going into the 80th minute and then they'll find a way to get their the late goal it's good to see Liverpool doing that for once well, not for once, because they do do it every so often. But yeah, it, it could be a really huge win for Liverpool. Uh, Luke Reid says Liverpool won't win the title if they don't take points off City at home. Yeah, that, 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 I'm not sure if I'd go that far, because there's still so much more football to be played. Like We are only in early March, but if Liverpool can get that win over Man City, you've got a four-point lead over him with two months to go, and it's in Liverpool's hands. And that's not something we've seen in very often. Obviously, when they won the title, they were miles clear at the front. Uh, pandemic or not, they were going to win that title. 
but when the years when they've lost by uh, a narrow margin and it's gone to the last day and it's been a solitary point. Uh, there was one where Man City had a game in hand for pretty much the whole season. Um, we saw Vincent Company get that late, late win. Was it a late winner against Leicester City? And it was in their hands in that sense. And then Liverpool, they were trailing City by quite a bit, weren't they? They had a game in hand, but that got them back level with City and it was the, or just behind City. And they had to win at the Etihad if they wanted to grab control of the title race. And that, that wasn't something they managed to do. They drew two all. And even though they matched City all the way until the end, uh, we all know what happened on that last day of the 21-22 season when Aston Villa went 2-0 up and it didn't quite happen. But as it stands, it's in Liverpool's hands. Win every game between now and the end of the season and the Premier League title is theirs. Even if they draw against Man City next weekend, that's still enough for the title to be theirs. So uh, it, it's going to be a, certainly an interesting title race. And we, we can't discount Arsenal too, of course. Like they've got some big games coming up. They're only a few points behind. They play on Monday, I think, against Sheffield United. Uh, so, yeah, there's going to be many twists and turns still to come, you'd imagine. Uh, praise to Endo here. Just how he kept distracting everyone he until he lost the ball to Mount Faust and the goal came. Yeah, let's give Endo a shout-out because uh, Liverpool were struggling a little bit in midfield in terms of keeping hold of the ball and winning it back. Uh, Gomez started as the holding midfielder, but then Endo came on and... Gomez went to fullback, and he's just so effective at what he does. Um, let's remember, six days ago, he left Wembley in a protective boot and on crutches. He only returned to training on Friday, and he's coming and putting a big performance today off the bench to help Liverpool drive a victory, get the ball back to get that winning goal. Uh, yeah, it's huge. I Ian clarifying what he said now about the leading goal scorer comments. Um, Nunez versus Salah. Okay, let's have a look. What's the overall between the two? There's not much between them, is it? Yeah, Salah's on 19. Nunez is on 14. Now, Klopp did say in his press conference yesterday that Salah will be still touch and go for this week. He could return for Sparta Prague. He could return for Man City. He's hopeful that he can return to training. So, um, as long as he avoids any more setbacks. Granted, Liverpool might have to tread carefully with that injury because it's a hamstring and it's one he, he's done before. But... Salah's so clinical. Surely he gets the Liverpool golden boot at least for yet another year. But it's great to see the competition between the two. Um, when you've got a prolific Darwin Nunes up there as well, uh, Liverpool are a threat for anyone that's some of the, the best finishers in the league at the moment. Uh, and saying here that she hopes none of the players who are coming back today are then in not in for the next few weeks and allowed, not allowed on international duty. That is a, a point to remember as well, isn't it? The international duty is coming up. Uh, in a couple of weeks, it's after the United game, which is on the 17th. Um, well, we know a few players will be missing for that international break. Allison won't be going away with Brazil. Trent won't be going away with England. Uh, who else have we got injured? There's so many in there. Uh, Thiago's not been playing for Spain anyway. Uh, Bissetic says it's only like an under-21s player. Uh, Jota won't be going away with Portugal. Uh, yeah, this, this injury list is lengthy, even though you've got four players back today. Because Robertson was back from injury today as well. So that means that was 10 players are still sidelined for Liverpool, assuming they've come through this one unscathed. Because you've still got Joel Matip out, Diogo Jota out, Trent, Allison, Bissetic, Curtis Jones, who m could be back maybe for Manchester United in the Cup. If not, it'll be after the international break. But he'll be the next one after Salah. Ryan Gravenberch as well. Yeah, it's still a, a lengthy list, but at least the, the kids are there making up an impact. Uh, we've got a comment here asking, how did Dom Sabostoli do? It was great to see Sabostoli back, and he was a little bit effective. Like, he um, helps win a couple of corners late on. He's good on the ball. He's surging forward. He's just so classy on the ball, isn't he? And you want him to stay injury-free now. Uh, he, he suffered that hamstring injury, didn't he, at the start of January, having played so much football in the first half of the season. He comes back, makes a couple of substitute appearances, Scores in the 4-1 win against Chelsea. 
but then suffers the, the setback uh, um, in training, I think. So we've not seen him since that Chelsea game right at the end of January. So that's a month. But yeah, he's back today. You can hope ease him back in. No more setbacks. And he, he could be huge if he's fully fit and raring to go against Manchester City next week. Because we know the energy he brings in midfield. And while Bobby Clark, I, I thought, did well on his full debut, you'd rather see uh, Adam Sabosai in there, wouldn't you? That little bit of quality in midfield. Um Ah, uh, we've got a, a toughest games yeah, a left a City at home, Villa away and Spurs at home. Villa away is an interesting one because um, obviously their home record's been great, but it's right at the end of the season, isn't it? It might be penultimate away game or just the penultimate game in general in the league, barring fixture changes because of the FA Cup. And if Villa go all the way in the Conference League, that's going to be a distraction and it's whether they can still be as formidable then. Obviously, we'll see if they're still going for top four. If that dream's died by then, they are fourth at the moment. More praise for Enzo, praise for McAllister and Nunes too from Jane Busby. Uh, yeah, just lots of uh, positives in terms of players back from injury and the result for Liverpool today. Uh, hello from Ireland. Uh, Steve Killen will be loving this one. We know how he loves to give a shout out to our Irish fans. So if you're, you're tuning in, you're watching, you're listening, because we are be going to be putting this back on to... Um, Spotify is it? We'll be putting it out as a podcast anyway after this. So uh, you'll be able to listen to it back or watch it back on YouTube. Uh, it is the, the post-match podcast now uh, where it's just me waffling on for 20 minutes. But yeah, what a game to uh, reflect on where it's not the best quality, but Liverpool get the, uh, the win in the bag. And when you get scenes like that, they're ones that you want to remember. A huge assist for McAllister, perfect ball for a finish. Uh, he's got a few assists now, hasn't he, McAllister? Like he got a couple against, what was it? He got a couple in one of the recent games, didn't he? Um, yeah, he's stepping up. He's the man for a coach. I'll quickly put in his transfer mark just to see his actual record. Oh, I should look at LFC history, give them a shout-out, because those guys are great. We love them at Luftwacko. They're so important for us checking statistics in Liverpool. Yeah, so McAllister in his last three Premier League games, he scores away at Brentford. He gets two assists against Luton, which is the one that slipped my mind. And now he gets the assist today against Nottingham Forest. Stepping up again is Alexis McAllister. What a signing. £35 million pounds bargain. Uh, I think that's it for all your comments. Um, so thank you for all of those. Thank you for your questions. Oh, actually, we've got one more. It almost feels like destiny. We just won't be denied. Well, that's what the Liverpool fans were singing right at the very end. We shall not be moved. We shall see. There are still two months left to go. Um, and there's lots of football still to be played. Uh, there's Liverpool have played 27 games now. They've got another 11. Most of the rivals have got 12 left. Um but yeah, Liverpool have dug in deep. They've got the win. They've got three points in dramatic circumstances, controversial circumstances, right at the end. And uh, it's what you want to see from them. You want them to be able to dig in deep and get these results in such a, a fashion. Um, yeah, I think that's it for now. Um, stay tuned. Actually, no, we haven't done Doyley's player ratings yet, have we? I apologise, guys. We'll, we'll go through Doyley's player ratings because, as you can imagine, Nunes is going to be the, the standout man, isn't he? Darwin Nunes off the bench. What's he giving him? Nunes came on in the 60th minute for Robertson. He got an 8 out of 10. A more direct approach to Liverpool attacking play. He hit the side netting with one effort before netting the winner. Um, McAllister got an 8 as well, obviously setting up the goal. Neat and tidy in moments. Looked to keep Liverpool moving in the first half. Parson created some openings and delightful cross that led to the dramatic winner. The two centre-backs get eights. So I thought they were great as well. They really kept the strikers quiet. And then Kelleher, he made some big saves. 
Uh, another great show from the Irishman. Should we have a little um, talk on Origi as well before we finish? He, he was really effective, I thought, today for Nottingham Forest as well. He was unlucky not to score in the first half, shrugging off Robertson and Gomez. Um, blazes wide from, I think, 25, 30 yards. He was unlucky, but it was really effective and causing Robertson, who was only just back from injury, injury illness, plenty of problems. I think everyone from the Liverpool persuasion would have breathed a sigh of relief when he was substituted and he got a warm reception of Liverpool fans. They chanted his name, obviously, because of his uh, Champions League heroics back in 2019. But you know what Divock Origi does, don't you? There's always that fear that when you face him, oh, he's just going to get the winner, isn't he? And be true Divock Origi style. Nothing like that today. But it was great to see him and hopefully um, he'll have a, a nice warm moment with Jurgen Klopp, who's obviously leaving Liverpool at the end of the season in the mix zone. I think Doyle's the man we'll be sending down to the mix zone. Uh, somewhere at the city ground to speak to any of the players if he gets hold hands on them. Um, if you go on the website, obviously Doyle's ratings are already up. We'll have the Paul Gorse verdict. Uh, also have the analysis from Doyle and all the reaction from Nuno and Jurgen Klopp with their press conference due to start shortly. So uh, come back to the website for all the quotes there. And then just stay tuned to the website for everything, all the post-match reaction on Sunday, if you uh, stay tuned to the YouTube channel, on Monday we'll have the Blood Red podcast where we run over this victory for Liverpool once more. And then it's looking forward to the Europa League resuming on Thursday with Sparta Prague. We've got Gorsty going out to Prague on Wednesday. The press conference will be Wednesday evening. We've got open training at the Axel Training Centre on Wednesday lunchtime. Um, where maybe we'll see Mohamed Salah back in training. Fingers crossed, Touchwood, Touchwood. He definitely wants Salah back. And then once you can breathe a sigh of relief and get all that out of the way, it's Man City. Games don't get any bigger, do they? It's always uh, one massive story. It's always something else coming around the corner. There's no time to rest. Liverpool can have a couple of enjoy days enjoying this dramatic win at Nottingham Forest. But then it's right back to business. Uh at the, the top end of the table. So thanks for tuning in. Until next time, I've been Theo Squires. Goodbye.